pour up if it's wind down time or grab a nice coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need, make sure you have a drink in your hand before we start this episode. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Thirsty for Therapy. I am Courtney, your forever host, and this is episode 13. I'm so happy you guys are here with me today. Um, Today is Monday. I hope you all enjoyed your week. I hope your new week has started off great so far already. Um, My last week was very chaotic. I had a lot going on, a lot of things to get done. Um, I even took care of a lot today. I was off today, so... I ran a lot of errands, did a lot of things, yada, yada, yada. You know, typical Monday when I don't go to work. Still busy, but getting into the week, um, I definitely wanted to give you guys a new topic, something fresh. This one's been pre-recorded, so I've been working on it for a while, but I finally have it all together and can't wait to present it to you. I actually wanted to start off talking about... um, meditation and getting back into making time for myself spiritually because I know you guys probably hear me say a lot like in these episodes like oh I'm just so overstimulated or I just have so much going on like it's just overload surge I just feel like I'm running hot like a computer like so I used to meditate a lot more frequently than what I used to like I barely I barely meditate now I'm not even gonna I'm gonna be completely honest completely transparent like I used to meditate a lot more and I'm kind of starting to get back into taking care of myself spiritually. And I was reading this book called Sacred Woman by Queen Afu. I think that's how you pronounce her name. And my friend loaned me this book. Friend, I will be returning your book soon because I've ordered my own now. But I picked it back up because it's a healing guide. Um, it's a spirit guide for healing and embracing your femininity. And I really feel like I've gotten away from that with being so busy working and going through life's robotic patterns, school, you know, everything, just doing the same thing every single day. Really haven't been making time for myself spiritually. But the other day I was playing my singing bowl and I did some breathing exercises because sometimes it's hard for me to just get back into meditating without thinking about what I'm cooking later or, oh, I got to fold those clothes or, oh, I got to do this assignment. Like, I realize that the acts of self-healing make me feel good. Like, meditating makes me feel good. Playing my singing bowl, breathing exercises, like, just moments of silent and just taking care of myself mentally makes me feel really, really good. And I missed it. Like, I missed that feeling of taking care of my mind, spirit, and body. And like I said, it made me happy. And I was like, okay, we're back. Like, this is familiar. This is, it's kind of like you were doing something before and you stopped doing it and you picked it back up and now you're falling in love with it again. Kind of like painting for some people or any type of hobby you've been doing and you just pick it up after a long time of not doing it and it just feels so refreshing so that I was like really happy about because I was like something's missing like something there's a reason why I feel so unbalanced and just all over the place and discombobulated and like I always need a break and it's because I'm literally not meditating I'm not taking time to sit with myself and just process things or just be in the moment silence just me unplug myself you know brain's constantly running so I'm happy that I did that for myself. And speaking of the book, there's a poem that I want to read to you all. It's titled Femininity by Hazel Goodman. And it's in the book Sacred Woman by Queen Afu. And it starts off like this. 
See, I ain't got time for all them batting of the eyes and whispering in your ear. And I'm just going to tell you loud how I feel you here. I want you and that's that. I ain't got time to play hard to get because all I make it is left back. I can't waste no time with hushed tones and feathery steps because you may just not get who I am. And when I come for my check, you might act like you don't forget. In which case, I'm going to have to go upside your head with my hard, non-feminine hand. See, when I was young and trying to be sweet, life got together with some friends and beat the mess out of me. Then by the time my ex-husband broke my jaw, I jumped up and said, damn it, I ain't going to be your sweet no more. Walking around all sweet, better than abused, uh-uh, forget it. I'm not going to be on 60 Minute or the Daily News. So that's when I got up and started fighting back. That's when I started to scream and talk loud in your offices and your trains. I was going to make sure you ne didn't ever forget my name. That's why I took my femininity and put her in a shoebox underneath my bed next to where I hide my opportunity money. But every time I go get some cash for an opportunity, I see my femininity sitting there all dusty inside looking at me, hoping I don't come get her at last, asking for my sweet old femininity to come back to my heart. Then I got still and noticed that my steps become lighter, like I was running on air, and my tears were hot, honey sweet, and love filling filled the atmosphere. My hard hands became soft and silky smooth, and I couldn't get any scream above my hush kind of croon. Then suddenly I realized my femininity was back, back inside of me. I'm not scared no more about being hurt because I've got all the strength I need in a soft word. But let me tell you this. Don't get smart and try to walk all over me and my femininity because we not you gently upside your head. So that's the poem by Hazel Goodman. And I like the poem because it's written like it was... Um, it's written, like, you can read it and, like, hear how it sounds out loud. So, I like it because it's raw, and I like it because it's just powerful to me, you know? Like, embracing the parts. Being a woman comes with so much, and it's, like, so much to unpack and so much to heal and so much you have to deal with. And to me, that poem sums up how we're perceived and how we perceive ourselves all in one. So... I love that poem. I've read it like 8,000 times and I hope you guys liked it. And if you like that poem, you should definitely read the book. Even if you're not a spiritual person, it is some gems and things that you can pick up along the line that are helpful. Like I said, it's a guide so you can just read it like your Bible or like any other book that you read for affirmations or just to navigate through our life. Like it's a really good book to have. But I really want to speak about sacredness and, you know, the book's called Sacred Woman. This title, the book's not our title discussion today, but I feel like as time has gone by, you know, people have gotten away from being sacred and private and holding themselves to a, to a certain extent of, I wouldn't say certain extent, I would say holding themselves on a pedestal and not saying you have to be walking around with a turtleneck under your chin and a skirt down to your ankles, unless that's what you want to wear. I love that for you. But... What happened to treating yourself like you're a prized possession that can't be bought or can't easily be persuaded? Or shit, in some scenarios, some people shouldn't even be able to talk to you. Like, what happened to holding yourself higher than those who are beneath you? And I know it's like, damn, that's kind of stuck up. Or why are you putting yourself on a pedestal like that? Or why are you making yourself sound like you're too high and mighty? But honestly, in all, in all honesty, I like the pedestal. And if you can't reach it, then it's not in the plan for you to have access to me. So that means access denied. And I just feel like 
as time goes by in society where we glorify sex, money, drugs, you know, everything that we get into as young whippersnappers out here, not knocking it if that's how you live. It's just like we've gotten away from wholesomeness in a whole. Like, I don't want everyone feeling like they can talk to me or they can touch me or they can have access to me. Like, back the fuck up, you know? Like, I, I hate to say this, but like, no wristband, no access. Like, everyone shouldn't have access to you like that, especially if you're low vibrational or you're not a type of person to deserve it. And we all know that everything I share here is opinionated, so you don't have to agree with anything I say, but nothing that comes easy is worth wanting. It lacks so much value when we're talking long-term. Like, if we're talking longevity, nothing that comes easy in the tip of your fingers and quickly is going to be longevity. And, like, I've talked to men before, and they'll be like, oh, well, I really want to be in a long-term relationship, but everything I get in, it's so short-term. And everyone I talk to, it never gets anywhere. And it's because you can't talk to a female, excuse me, I don't say that word, you can't talk to a woman without mentioning sex within the first five seconds. Of course it's not going to get long-term, sir. You're trying to speed to a whole process. You're trying to speed through a 13-chapter book by reading three words and saying you're done. Like, it's that's not how this works. You can't speed up that process and think that you're going to have something worth waiting for or something that's a gem or that you can show off or, or I don't know, have any type of wholesomeness that you literally thrown together in three seconds of speaking to someone and you formed a whole relationship in your head or you want to be intimate so fast that you're forgetting the things that build up to make intimacy even worth waiting for like you're taking away everything sacred and everything that takes work to get so when you finally get it it's not even like you worked for anything because you had it at the tip of your fingers from the beginning and the reason why just nothing ever pans out and nothing ever works out is because you don't put the time into it for it to do so. And that's what I call most of the time dating in this day and age. Talking to someone and, you know, you figure out, okay, well, I don't want to do all this. I don't want to wait for this person. I don't want to do this. I just want to sleep around. I just want to do whatever. So you move on to the next person. Respect. Respect. Because everyone doesn't want to hurry up and rush into intimacy with you because you're fucking horny. Like... That's not how that works. You will never have anything long-term worth waiting for if you center everything around getting a nut off. But anyway, back to our topic. <laughs> I have never been much of a one-night stand gal. Again, not judging. But I've never been that pressed to be intimate with someone so quickly. So when I come across people like super pressing, desperate energy, aka thirsty, it's just like chill, chill out. And, and get to know me. And maybe I'll actually like you enough to let you touch my shoulder. Maybe I'll actually like you enough to let you hold my hand. Like, maybe you'll get the second base. But otherwise, that's not how that works. Sex is cool, but mediocre conversation and a $10 cocktail doesn't make me want to kick off my shorts. I'll pull up to your crib on first link. And in this day and age where sex is so glorified and body counts matter, the fuck? I know I can be foreign to say any of this, but it's just like baffling to see guys shove most women into one category of like strolling down easy street like I just like really that's how this works you think everyone wants to sit here and listen to this mediocre ass conversation or this whack ass game you thought you putting down to try to get somebody to swoon over you and I know everyone's not built the same but the only way to make it to victory round with me is mental stimulation 
I know that's so cliche, like, oh my God, mentally stimulating, like, what do you want us to do? Pick your brain, like, I'm not even asking to do all that. I'm just having, I'm asking for the common decency to talk about something or even pretend like you're interested in something I'm interested in to get my attention. Because all the other shit does not matter. I absolutely give zero fucks that your shirt was $100 or your shoes were five times that. I don't care the other girls that you fuck because you're attractive. I don't care that you feel entitled to my time and my presence or personal space because that's what you're used to receiving when you give other women access to you. I do not fucking care. So that's my bargain. This is what I'm offering. Take it or fucking leave it. And in most cases, leaving it may be a lot easier. And I kind of like to sum it up with the analogy of preheating an oven. You know how you read the box? Let's say you're making chicken. You're reading the box. Let's preheat the oven at 350. Put it inside to cook. But what happens if you don't put the chicken? What happens if you put the chicken in before it's done preheating? Food that you put in the oven before the preheat cycle is over can burn on the top. It doesn't get cooked correctly or all the way through. Essentially ruin the whole fucking meal. It's the same with these relationships, sexual encounters for me. It never worked if you don't have an actual starting point. Like, how are you going to just hit home run and you have not done anything else to prep you for that? Like, there's so many analogies I can think of. For example, how are you going to pass a driver's test and you have never even practiced driving a car? All you did was slip your driver's ed book. You did not prepare for your final step. So how do you think you're just going to hop, skip, and get there? Even simpler analogy. How are you going to walk up a flight of stairs if you try to skip the first five stairs to get to the seventh one? Unless your legs are extremely long, it doesn't make sense. And that's what I mean. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's the same. Like You really have to take time to get somewhere. If you don't, you will get absolutely no fucking where. I've never understood how people can be so surface level and want to touch so bad to the point where they're not focused on anything else but physical intimacy. Physical touch, physical touch, physical touch. Like, what else is it that is going to hold this together other than physical touch? Because you can touch on anybody. You can touch on a dog. You can touch on a cat. You don't have to have an opposite sex to touch on. Or in some scenarios, same sex. Like, what is it that's building the bond, the the glue bond to hold it together versus the shit that obviously is going to come with it over time if you if you end up liking a person? And it seems so elementary to even talk about. Like, why do you even have to give somebody an educational course on how feelings are developed? Crazy. And I just feel like as time goes by, I would never understand the logic from a male's perspective because I'm not a male. And... Maybe it's just not for me to understand. The only thing I and we, if you're in the same boat, can do is live up to your own standards and requirements. Even if that means still enjoying our moments of solitude and coming out of our box when we feel like granting someone access to your sacred time or just your time. Everything doesn't always have to be deep or sacred. It could just be surface level conversation, ice cream here, um, lunch here, let's grab something here, let's go out to this place. Like It never has to be that serious, but whatever it is, whenever you feel like coming out of your box, and come out of your box. And when you don't, you don't. And that's how I am. Like, because I know people are so simple-minded and they have a brain of a squirrel, I allow people access to me when I feel like it. And when I don't, I don't. So, like I said, it doesn't always have to be serious, but someday 
you have to be intentional. If you want a healthy, functional romance, you have to be intentional someday. And me personally, I really don't like romance talk. It's annoying as fuck, but none of us can dodge the shit forever. None of us. It's just the way we go about it that makes all the difference. And even outside of romance, romantic sacredness is good. Like no one has to know your every move. Every move doesn't require validation. Every move doesn't require a boom mic. Every move doesn't require a bullhorn. You don't got to announce it to the world. Be private, but not loud. Say something for someone to figure out versus giving some random ass nigga the exact blueprint to how to swoon you and ooh, dangle this lobster dinner in your face or, and I'll throw you some cooch. Come on now. All I'm saying is, bottom line, carry yourself like the little golden flower between your legs were in this world because it does. You are a woman, one of the most powerful beings in existence. Stop letting these dusty ass, I'm gonna say people, (laughs) with no direction or direct deposit speak to you. It's gross, it's low vibrational as fuck. It's, it must be stopped, y'all. And the only person that you can set the tone for what you want and what you want to attract by carrying yourself a certain way. If you want to be low vibrational, then you will attract low vibrational, unfortunately. If you want to be toxic, you will attract toxic, unfortunately. If you want to carry yourself in a way to attract something that is a replication of you and you are carrying yourself in a positive light, you will attract that eventually. Even with me, sometimes I have to catch myself, like, and watch my tongue. Like, if I'm negative and I'm like, oh, my God, all niggas lie, da 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 Like, if I'm saying things that are negative, that's what I will attract. You really have to be careful what you put out and what you ask for and what you say. Because you will see that. That is manifestation at its finest. But back to our title, because I got off left field. Because I titled the episode DTF, which everyone knows means down to fuck. And if you didn't know, now you know. And I feel like the shit will never be written on my forehead ever, ever. Like you'll never know off rip who's DTF and who's not unless you just look like that. And y'all know what that mean. I'm just not that simple. And I've had guys like around for just sex. I've had people who I just use for sex. And the funny thing is they still had to stimulate me in some deeper way to get my attention. It was never just, oh, yeah, you're cute. Let's have sex. Like you still have to figure out how to penetrate deeper to the point where you made it past surface level shit because if you didn't I would never even speak to you and I'm definitely not bashing casual sex because I just think it needs to be presented as just that and not covered up with something else like some bullshit ass date with hopes leading to somewhere else at the end of the night but and that's only because I like honesty and I like bluntness so if it's not that then again access denied so nothing's wrong with the term down to fuck if that's what your type of time you're on But I just feel like it's a gray area with it. And if it's not written in broad daylight, people don't understand what what it looks like. What does DTF look like? Because for me, it doesn't look like pretending to be interested on a date and thinking that the date is going to lead to the victory round afterwards. That's not what that looks like. That's a waste of money and a waste of time, quite fucking frankly. To me, it looks like being brutally honest up front and saying, hey, this is what I want. And if you don't want that, then maybe we shouldn't talk. It doesn't hurt. Maybe when you're a kid and you're like, oh my God, like I really like this person and this is all they wanted. I really didn't want this to end. But as an adult, don't nobody got fucking time to play with you, bro. Nobody has time to play with you. And like I said, it's just a matter of how it's presented. Pressing thirsty, desperate energy is the biggest turnoff in the world. The biggest turnoff in the world. And that's kind of like how I wanted to get into the end of our discussion. 
but just speaking on how sex is so glorified again not knocking it at all but it's so glorified and in our generation in so many different ways music tv like literally it's everywhere and I remember I was telling a friend (laughs) it's so funny I was telling a friend I was like you know sex is for reproduction right and she was like what (laughs) and I was like sex is literally free production like we have sex to reproduce to have offspring, to have children, to start families, to expand. She's like, what? I never, like, who thinks about that? And I'm just like, I do. I'm not saying I don't do it unless I'm trying to reproduce because fuck them kids right now, but it's literally mainstream media glorifying it, like, everywhere. It has such a different outlook. And that's where the blurriness between love and sex is confused when you're young like at a young age you just don't know and I just feel like it's a twisted it's just a twisted dark fantasy of what it really is and we've taken it and we've run so fucking far with it bro and I just feel like in a part of that that has also taken away from some of our taken away from some of our wholesomeness wholesomeness and some of our sacredness sorry I can't talk I'm a little tired but it's mostly young younger people who don't understand and it's very misunderstood because it draws in pleasure. So that's also a gray area with it. But of course mainstream media using it for uses it for its own profit. But it really is sad because it just it's like I said, it's a gray area for us. Like we don't know. We just take it and we just go so far with it. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with glorifying it to a certain extent. Nothing wrong with doing it casually if you want to. But it just all becomes a gray area when you're out here and you're a person who's taking care of yourself and you carry yourself a certain way. And you come across people who just think that you owe them something. And it's because of mainstream media making them feel like they're entitled to something. And that's why my point of all summing this conversation up, if we all carried ourselves a certain way to the point where we feel like in some scenarios we can be untouchable we can be unreachable we do deserve better you would understand that it's just sex it's what you make it but it's not everything and honestly for me it's more pleasurable when I feel like it's been built over time you know, the, the anticipation has been built over time. Like, it's something to look forward to, something you've never experienced, a person you've never been with. Like, it's just not something that you're doing. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm still out here doing it. I'm on body number 13, gang, gang, gang. Like, it's just, that's fucking childish. To me, it's just, it's, it's stupidity. And I'm not calling people who glorify sex and are still out here making sure their body count is just passing a certain number dumb. But at the end of the day, as a woman speaking to other women who I know may be listening or men, whoever you are, I just know that the only way I feel like I'm being stimulated to the point where I want to share myself or I want to let someone in on the light of me or know who I am, I have to be stimulated. And it can't be as simple as, okay, we had the two strawberry Hennessy's, now what? It just takes more. It takes a lot more. And it's a lifestyle. Being sacred and carrying yourself a certain way is a lifestyle. Everyone's not built for that. Everyone can't do shit and keep their mouth shut. Everyone can't hold themselves up to a certain standard. And I hate to be the 
get some standards, bitch. But this is a topic that I have presented and I just want everyone to have a little bit of standards. A little bit. Because you can't be intentional about what you want or what you want to project out into the world if you don't have the slightest bit of standards. And I know we live in a day and age where I'm not even gonna give an artist example because I don't wanna I don't wanna do that. But we live in a day and age where, like I said, sex is glorified all down to the point where we can't post a picture without showing something revealing. So it's different these days. And I get that. Even I wanna, uh, you know, show a little boob sometime or show a little shoulder or, or take a little picture. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to how we carry ourselves. It all comes down to how we carry ourselves. So protect yourself, protect your brand, protect your image because you do attract where you are. And I mean that mentally, physically, verbally, everything. So I hope you guys like today's segment. Like I said, I've been working on that for a while. It's just something that's been on my mind. Like, you know, when you put yourself back out here and you give people access to you, one thing I can say, you do learn that everyone is different that you encounter. But even though everyone is different, there's always underlying similarities with everyone. And one thing, the beauty in allowing access and being able to reel it back in, if you don't like what's out here, you can just go back into your shell easily. Because nothing nothing is that, you're not going to get that deep rooted and that invested to the point where shit can't be clipped. That just disturbs your spirit. And for me, and for me personally, anything that just feels low vibrational disturbs my spirit. And super thirsty pressing desperate energy disturbs my spirit (laughs) so i hope you guys enjoyed today's segment again and um i have i think our next episode is a guest speaker so that'll be exciting if you guys have any questions or comments or concerns you can always email the show in the description box below also follow us on instagram at thirsty for therapy underscore and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. It's a full one. You'll make it through. If you work an annoying job, just work with your head down. If you got to go to class after work like I do, you can make it through. If you have to do anything extracurricular that takes energy, you'll be fine. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Until next time.